Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience sharing article entitled Cultivating One's Mind is Key by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Minghui website on October 5th, 2023. For a long time, my wife has often created problems for me. She's a fellow practitioner, so I usually looked inward and tried to practice forbearance, but she would not stop. Eventually, I couldn't take it anymore, so I started arguing with her. This tribulation lasted for a long time. I knew it was my problem, but I couldn't find the root cause. Master saw that I could not identify my problem and gave me a hint. One day, I saw the following scene. Several practitioners and I were discussing our cultivation experiences. A member of my family, who was a practitioner, pointed at me and said to another practitioner, He is really good at forbearing. And then, later in a dream, the same thing happened several times. I suddenly understood. My tribulation was caused by my show-off mentality, being proud of how good I am at forbearing. The old forces took my attachment as an excuse and used my wife to create tribulations. They said, You want to show off how good you are at forbearing? Well then, we'll give you something to forbear. After I found my show-off mentality, the thinking that I'm good at forbearance, I immediately felt relieved. I knew I had found the issue that the old forces used to target me. As soon as I identified my attachment, this tribulation with my wife stopped. Thank you, Master, for the hint. In fact, my desire to show off manifested in many ways. I showed off my endurance, my high xingxing level, how well I studied the fa, and my good understanding of the fa. I showed off the strength of my righteous thoughts, how well I had cultivated, and so on. The old forces took advantage of my attachment to showing off and imposed many tribulations on me, making my cultivation environment very complicated. I was cultivating among tribulations arranged by the old forces without realizing it. I calmed down and searched for the root of my attachment to showing off. I remembered a dream from the early days of the persecution. Master was sitting on a white throne, and I was sitting on a lotus flower below Master. I saw several peaches laying on the ground. I told Master, I will go down and pick those peaches. Master smiled mercifully at me and sent me a thought. You won't be able to pick them. I still wanted to try. I went down and pulled one peach, but it didn't move. I then pulled another one, and it didn't move either. I went for the third peach, and it shook a little, but I wasn't able to pick it. I returned to Master and said, Master, I really can't pick those peaches. Master looked at me and smiled. The following day, I talked to several practitioners about going to Beijing to speak up for Falun Dafa. None of them wanted to go. I finally found one practitioner who agreed to go, but that afternoon he changed his mind. In the end, I went to Beijing by myself. At the time, I thought the peach dream was telling me that other practitioners could not go to Beijing, but I would go by myself. 
Now, I understood that Master was telling me that my attachment to showing off was too strong. I didn't even believe Master. Master said I would not be able to pick those peaches, but I still wanted to try. Come to think of it, at that point, I was also very arrogant and self-righteous. My attachment to showing off was hidden deep in the microcosm, and it was very difficult to detect. I searched for the source of this attachment at a deeper level and found that it came from the extreme selfishness of the old universe. And this selfishness was born in the degeneration stage of the cosmic cycle of formation, stasis, degeneration, and destruction. As Master said in the poem, Seeing Reason from Hongin 6, quote, While the universe was first established and still going strong, it conformed to the way. But with the decline came deviation. Selfishness began to hold sway. Unquote. If I want to eliminate my attachment to showing off, I must eliminate selfishness first. Part 1. Removing Selfishness A few days ago, my wife and I rode our tricycle to a practitioner's home to discuss a project. We planned to return the next day. My wife suggested I go up to the practitioner's apartment while she waited downstairs. The practitioner said there would be no need for us to come back as the project could be finished in just a few minutes. I was happy to wait, but it ended up taking longer than we expected. When I came downstairs, my wife was nowhere in sight. I thought she must have gone home. I tried to get a taxi, but couldn't. In the end, I had to walk a long way home. When I got home, my wife was lying in bed. From her heavy breathing, I could tell she was very angry. I thought, why are you so upset? We were working on a DAFA project. Wouldn't it be better to finish sooner? You are a practitioner. You should understand and support me. I couldn't figure out what I did wrong. I thought that I should forgive her and that this was an opportunity to improve my xingxing. A few moments later, she suddenly stood up and shouted, Get out! I tried to explain, but she refused to listen. She said I was selfish. I thought, I'm not participating in this project for myself, but to validate the fa. How am I selfish? Similar things had happened in the past. I went to the countryside several times to fix equipment for other practitioners. I thought I would return before dark, but some unexpected problems surfaced and I returned home late. Each time, my wife exploded with anger. I never understood why. I treated each incident as an opportunity to improve my xingxing, so I calmly explained, and I was not upset. But now it was happening again. I asked myself, am I being selfish? I must look within. Master said in Lecture 4 of Zhuan Falun, quote, you should always be benevolent and kind to others and consider others when doing anything. Whenever you encounter a problem, you should first consider whether others can put up with this matter or if it will hurt anyone. In doing so, there will not be any problems. Therefore, in cultivation, you should follow a higher and higher standard for yourself. Unquote. After I looked inward, I realized that I was indeed being selfish. 
I only considered myself, but didn't consider other people's ability to endure. I imposed my own standards on others. My selfishness was in fact hidden under the facade of validating the fa. I sincerely apologized to my wife and thanked her for everything she endured to help me cultivate. At that moment, I felt I was in a state of unconditionally looking inward. It was 100% my own fault, and I didn't have the slightest thought of whether she was right or wrong. One day, a family member who was also a practitioner suddenly said something nasty about me. I immediately realized it was an opportunity to cultivate. I didn't make any excuses, but I just quietly and calmly examined myself. I didn't have the same feeling as I had had toward my wife earlier. This time, I did not feel grateful or that I was at fault. So, why was it different this time? I suddenly realized the reason I was grateful to my wife was because of my strong affection for her. I should remove that human affection. Only by doing so can I reach a state of pure selflessness. Part 2. Understanding Forbearance Through these instances, I came to a new understanding of forbearance. I found during past conflicts that my forbearance always had a condition. I could forbear as long as the other party was wrong, and I had acted according to Dafa. Only now do I understand that my forbearance is conditional and selfish. It is not the forbearance required by Dafa for practitioners. When a conflict arose, on the surface I seemed unmoved, but if the situation intensified and kept going, I reached my limit and I could not bear it anymore. This kind of so-called forbearance is not based on the fa, so it does not pass the test. This is not true cultivation. I now realize that a cultivator's forbearance should be unconditional and without any selfishness. Only this kind of forbearance is based on the fa. In fact, when a cultivator cannot maintain xingxing and cannot endure, it's usually because he feels that the tribulation is unfair. From the fa, I understand that there is no such thing as unfair, because the fundamental nature of the universe, truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, restricts and balances everything. Good deeds are rewarded with blessings. Every life has to pay for his wrongdoing. The law of the universe is absolutely fair. As Dafa practitioners, we must pay for all the sins we committed in past lifetimes. We are so lucky that we have compassionate master who paid off most of our karmic debts, leaving only a little bit for us to endure and improve ourselves. Everything we encounter is arranged for our cultivation. Knowing this principle, why do we feel any unfairness? Whenever we encounter conflicts, if we think about master, we will be able to endure and be kind to those who created the conflicts for us. This kind of forbearance is compassionate and based on the law of the universe. This forbearance is compassionate. As a particle of Dafa, safeguarding Dafa is our most fundamental responsibility. We should be immovable no matter what attacks we encounter. We should be able to give up everything in order to safeguard Dafa. This is how I understand forbearance at my current cultivation state. Our forbearance is also rational. 
forbearance does not mean giving unlimited free reign to those who truly attempt to damage Dava. Instead, forbearance is protecting Dava and cleaning out those who cannot be saved. Therefore, forbearance also contains compassion. Part 3. Cultivating the mind is key. Through this recent incident, I also discovered a hidden problem in my cultivation. I had been wandering on the small road instead of following a righteous way in eliminating my lust attachment. In order to get rid of my attachment, I was usually cautious and vigilant and tried to avoid being intimate with my wife. I thought the intimacy between us meant that I had not let go of my lust. When I read some of Master's poems for the first time, such as When Compassion Surpasses Love from Hong In Five, as well as What Weighs on an Adherence Mind and No Choice from Hong In Six, I didn't fully understand what Master wrote. I didn't know what was causing my misunderstanding. Now I realize that in eliminating lust, I unknowingly set many rules for myself. I did not truly cultivate my mind. I mistakenly thought that by following these rules, I was eliminating my attachment to lust. I inadvertently took a small, worldly path of cultivation. That was not my true self. My cultivation was on the surface, and I did not follow Master's arrangement for us, a great way without form. On this issue, I had never cultivated in the Fa, so it was very difficult to get rid of the demon of lust. As a cultivator, we should think of others first and be considerate of them. How did my wife feel when I treated her this way? I should not demand that others live up to my standards. Instead, I should look at things from the other person's perspective. After I understood this, I found that I did not understand the great way without form. I did not deeply cultivate my heart. I hurt my wife's feelings. At that moment, I realized that the Dafa taught by Master is a virtuous great law. It is compassionate and harmonizes everything. If we truly follow the great way without form taught by Master and do well, consider others in everything we do and cultivate our own minds when we encounter problems, then Dafa's compassion and the harmonization of all lives will be revealed. All lives will see and feel the incomparable beauty of Dafa. I didn't do well. Instead, I caused harm to others and caused many people to misunderstand the Fa. Master has given all sentient beings such a great and sacred Dafa, but it was reduced or even misunderstood because I did not do well in my cultivation. I failed to live up to Master's expectations. I began to consider my wife's feelings and no longer tried to avoid her. I paid attention to cultivating lustful thoughts within myself. I found that my desire for lust went away very quickly at this time because I was cultivating in the Fa. I feel that my wife and I are two souls together, but without physical existence. Whatever I do, I always consider her first. Meanwhile, she considers me first. Those lustful thoughts become very weak, and I felt that those thoughts were very dirty. 
I now truly appreciate the happiness that Dafa brings us at a higher level, and our life together is beautiful. In fact, the principle of the great way without form runs through all aspects of our cultivation. Once we value forms and rules, but neglect cultivating our minds, we can easily go to extremes, which does not meet the requirements of the fa. For example, when working on Dafa projects, if we pay too much attention to the project itself, but neglect to cultivate and improve ourselves in the process, we are not following the great way without form. Master said in Lecture 1 of Dwan Falun, quote, Cultivation depends on one's own efforts, while the transformation of Gong is done by one's master. Unquote. It is master who is saving all sentient beings. We are only improving ourselves and assimilating to Dafa in this process. The following is an experience sharing article entitled Eliminating Ego by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on October 14, 2023. I was very proud of the skills I had and felt they made me stand out among ordinary people. After reading the Mingwei editorial, Flattery and Demonic Interference from One's Own Mind, and practitioners' reflections on the article, I realized that my inflated opinion was paving the way for nurturing a self-indulgent heart and interference. Right now, I don't think I've cultivated very diligently. I always thought I was diligent and remarkable. In 2015, when I filed a lawsuit against Jiang Zemin, the former head of the Chinese Communist Party, who launched the persecution of Falun Dafa in 1999, five police officers came to my house to harass me. I sent righteous thoughts to resist the persecution, and I clarified the truth to them. When they stopped, I thought it was a result of my diligence, my persistence in sending righteous thoughts, and the strength of my righteous thoughts. In retrospect, I realized... I thought too highly of myself and completely forgot that Master protected me as well as the power of Dafa that helped me avoid being arrested. Without Master in the Fa and without Master strengthening me, was there any difference between my diligence and ordinary people's hard work? I couldn't accomplish anything by myself without the abilities bestowed by Master. I wanted to regain my original diligence so that my righteous thoughts would become stronger and the old forces would not be able to persecute me. The problem was that my starting point was based solely on what would benefit me the most. I realized my selfishness might be the primary hurdle that prevented me from staying diligent. I understand now that nurturing a self-indulgent heart begins with thinking highly of oneself and not properly positioning one's relationship to Dafa. It starts with appeasing one's desire to show off. When one has such a mindset, 
it weakens their reverence for Master and Dafa. This is something we all need to pay attention to and avoid. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.